0: Welcome to the Growing To Be Me podcast, where I share my journey of growth and self-development with you. I'm your host, Darlene, and I'm so incredibly happy for you to be here. As many of you know, I run women's and people circles online and offline. But now I'm also offering one-to-one mentoring. So if you're interested in any of my events or if you'd like to be more involved in this community or share what comes up for you whilst listening to this episode, please follow me and message me via Instagram at growingtobeme and join our private Facebook group where I share weekly exclusive prompts. there and welcome back to my podcast. I hope you're doing well. I am currently sat on the floor in my living room recording this with my phone on a yoga block. Um, But yeah, before we get started, I would just like to just kind of remind you of the Black Lives Matter movement, which is still going on. And even if our feeds have gone back to normal, um, and I know I'm posting regular stuff in a way Um, but there is a lot of work happening privately which I'm hoping a lot of you are doing too whether it's speaking up about what you believe in for the rights of black people um, whether you're still sharing stuff or working on your own white supremacy that is absolutely fine. Um, I do still have a Google Drive folder with a lot of resources that came together a few months ago, Um, so feel free to message me if you'd like access to that. Um, But yeah, it's just a quick reminder that um, we're still here, and that the work is still happening, Um, and if you've needed a reminder, then this is it. I'd also like to apologize if you hear kids screaming outside that is most likely going to be my neighbors. Um so yeah, I hope it's not too distracting. <laughs> um so here we are. Um once again, episode number 4, The Power of Silence, if this is the title that sticks. So uh, I've been wanting to speak about this for some time actually. Um Oh my gosh, just screaming outside. I hope you can't hear that. Um, But yeah, I've been wanting to speak about this for some time because it's something that I keep speaking about with friends and it regularly somehow keeps coming up. Um, I think especially because we had like a really rainy week here in England, um, which was a little bit sad. And it just brought back a lot of memories when I was in Asia last year um and kind of that nostalgia of being back in the heat so yeah I honestly don't really have a plan for this podcast I just kind of felt like I didn't really need one Uh, so I intuitively just said okay you know what I'm just gonna sit down and I'm just gonna record this (laughs) so if you need a really visual picture I'm sat on a pillow on my carpet and you are sat on the sofa and I am just kind of just talking into my phone that's on a yoga block. So yeah, there we go. Now we can hang out. <laughs> Grab yourself a cup of tea if you feel like if this might be long. I don't know. You will know probably if you can see the time on this. Um But anyways, enough rambling. So the power of silence. Um I feel... Oh, this is such a big topic, I think, for me because... I was the kind of person who was terrified of silence in many ways. I was always very busy for the last five years. I was keeping as busy as possible because silence meant time to think. And we are kind of, not taught, but we kind of learn that that can be a dangerous thing to be alone with our thoughts, especially if we know that we are kind of disconnected from ourselves um, and there's things that we don't really want to uncover in a way so we become we become very scared of of sitting in silence of letting those thoughts run through you um because we are quite scared of what might come up by the same way that you know some people that I've worked with whenever we pull a card i can see that they're terrified to see what comes up in that card that they are going to pull or that I'm going to pull for them because they know something's going to come up that they might not you know want to really deal with so it's a very interesting um, kind of... not dynamic but it's... it can be very hard for us to accept the silence, to really enjoy the silence and to just be silent and (laughs) just deal with it and that way Um, I know it took a long time for me to enjoy silence um, because even when I lived by myself, when I was by myself, I always had to have music on I would always have to have Netflix in the background I would never really just sit down and be with myself, with my thoughts or let those emotions run through me I always had to have some sort of distraction and if this resonates with you, um, let me know. So it's a very funny thing um, that we hold on to in a way. We we sometimes think that silence can be very dangerous or that silence means um, negative emotions because even if we are with someone and they're silent, a lot of the time we can perceive it as that person doesn't want to speak to me, that person doesn't like me, or there is a problem there. Um, instead of accepting the silence and kind of sitting comfortably in it, um, or seeing the beauty in it. But these are all just things that, you know, have developed over time. And in a very, very hus- hustly, is that a word? In a society where we are told to constantly hustle, and not really think about it, um, or... Just be very logical about our next step is very it's very hard to enjoy the silence um when we have been working so so much, and we know that our body is screaming at us and telling us you need to rest, but you don't want to take the chance so you aren't silent you don't give yourself that chance and I have been there I have been there for a long time um, and now I notice it now I notice when I do that now whenever I have that kind of instinct nearly to just turn Netflix on whilst I'm cooking or um, whilst I'm you know supposed to supposed to (laughs) um, whilst I'm wanting to calm down I kind of pull myself back and I say no this is this is my way of distracting myself To not allow myself to really be. Because think back to a hundred years ago. What did people do instead? What do you think people did? Instead of turning on their phones, scrolling through Instagram or turning on YouTube or Netflix. What do you think they did? Think about that. Think about how simple it was back then. And I know it's our generation is very different in a lot of aspects, so there's a lot of different ways to work with that. Um, but yeah, let me just check if I'm still recording. Yeah, I am still recording. So, <laughs> just always better to be to be safe. Um, but yeah, I hope my phone isn't too far away. I'm usually doing I usually do this on the table, but yeah, Ooh, let's just bring it a little bit closer. So, um. Why? Well, I have become to love silence in a way, but why do I love silence now? <laughs> why do I love silence? Um, well, sometimes I don't love it, to be honest. In all honesty, sometimes I don't. Um, sometimes I'm scared of it still, but I actually went to Asia last year and I went to a country called Brunei, which is a teeny tiny country. Um, on the island of Bruneo in Asia and I went there because my partner is from there and his family lives there so we went there to visit and that was my first time outside of Europe and I decided to go on I think it was five or six days um, like a little trip to Bali by myself to meet a friend that I had met in university but also to just explore a little bit and um, to be honest (laughs) the first three days The first two days were a little bit of a roller coaster, not exactly what I expected because in all honesty I never expected Bali to be such a touristy place. Um, I had a very different impression from it than maybe other people have had because, well in all honesty I was there for six days, I wasn't there for months so I didn't really make many big connections, I didn't really know the secret. Uh, quiet places to go to and all that sort of stuff so it was very different for me it was just very intense um also because I had kind of these expectations and the, and nothing really met my expectations It was just completely fine um but yeah it was all <laughs> not really what I expected it to be um but I ended up going to a silent retreat for three nights so four days in total and it was a life-changing experience, and I will, I want to go back there so badly. It was incredible, and if you haven't heard of A Silent Retreat, or you've never been to A Silent Retreat, um, it's basically a place where no one speaks, um, and you are there with several other people, but you never really interact with them you're just kind of there for your own journey and everyone is there for their own journey so there's no pressure at all to make a good impression to communicate um you can sleep in your own little i i think it's like a little house or room or um i picked the dorm room so i was sharing it with quite a few women um but this silent retreat it's called Bali Silent Retreat it was in the middle of nowhere in Bali And uh, it was beautiful, it was absolutely beautiful, it was just, I don't even, it was just incredible, it was in the middle of nowhere, there was jungle all around us, there was um, rice terraces, the buildings were made out of wood, and the food was all local and fresh and veggie and vegan, there was a massive library upstairs, and just... It was incredible. I put my phone in the locker for the whole time that I was there and that was the first time ever I was doing something like that to just kind of get rid of my phone for a few days. I'd never done that before. And part of me was terrified because we are built on this fear of missing out nearly. We are, um, especially because we become so paranoid with our phones now, we constantly have to know what's going on. We have to feel important through this device and I had such a big fear of missing out, not just because of just simply social media, but because my partner at the time was also sorting his visa. Um, and yeah, he was sorting out his visa in Brunei and I like I wasn't going to find out what, what was going on um, because I couldn't contact him. Um, so it was a very odd time to be doing all of this, but it was exactly what I needed and I Could you not, I had never felt so refreshed and in tune with myself. When I came back, I felt like a whole different person. And I tried to kind of take some from it in my day to day life, in a way. Um, I have since then started, well, since a few months ago after I finished university, I've turned my phone off at least one day a week. I'm aiming to up it to two days a week soon. Um, But it was incredible. I I cannot, like, I cannot even (laughs) describe to you how incredible it was. Um, You would sleep in this really lovely, really cozy bed. You know, all beds are cozy, I suppose. But you'd sleep in this bed, and then you'd wake up, I think it was 5.45, and there would be a a soft gong that would go go off um, in the retreat, and then at six o'clock we would start our meditation which was 45 minutes long so you would close your eyes and you'd meditate and they had these blankets that you could you know wrap yourself up in and you had to meditate and then 45 minutes later you open your eyes and the sun was up and it was the most beautiful thing and then you'd have an hour yoga then after that it would be breakfast and then they had all of these different activities that you could do with no one but yourself so it was these little meditations. So there was a water meditation. There was a labyrinth meditation. There was this jungle walk that you could go on. There, uh, there was uh, in the evening. There was this fireplace that they would light up at the same time every day, and you could write. You could write on pieces of, pieces of paper what you wanted to let go of, and then you threw that in the fire, kind of thing. And it was just incredible, and yeah. It was such a beautiful experience. And whenever you'd eat, you'd just be able to look out onto either the retreat or the forest um, beside it. And I just miss that place so much. Can you tell? (laughs) It um, It was a very surreal experience because I had never felt so in tune with nature, so in tune with my body, was a constant reminder of come back to yourself, come back to yourself. I did a lot of journaling there and whenever those worries popped into my head and were like, oh, but you should be worrying about this, I was able to just tell myself, no. I don't, like, no no one is looking for me. If something incredibly urgent, you know, is happening, I would know, but right now, this is time for me. And there's no need for expectations or worries or fear of missing out because right now I am having the time of my life. And <laughs> it's so true. It it honestly I just yeah. It was wonderful. It was so so incredibly wonderful. And if you are planning to go to Bali or anywhere in the world and you find a silent retreat, go do it. Go do it. It is it's incredible. And it will teach you a lot if you're open to it. Um, but yeah, that, that was my experience and it was just so beautiful. Um, I came back the calmest I would ever been. And I, I wish I could carry that feeling throughout my whole life. And there's still a lot that I'm you know, working through in order to get there again. But it was so refreshing. In all honesty, I didn't even want to turn my phone on again. I didn't want to. I really didn't want to. Um, It was quite bizarre. Yeah. So that is kind of when I realised how amazing silence actually was. Because I was able to process quite a lot of things in a way. Um, Because it wasn't just all happy, you know, every day. Um, I did tear up a few times. (laughs) I did. Um, I actually... Um when I entered the retreat and this um lady no this man actually um was walking me down to the dormitory I was holding back my tears so much because as soon as I entered and I felt the energy of the place and I was walking through it I just that I just thought to myself oh my god this is what I've been wanting for so long, I knew immediately, as soon as I stepped through the doors, that that's where I wanted to be, and that's what I needed, I needed to be quiet, and refuel, and allow myself to just be there, and take it in, because it felt like heaven to me, it generally did, it was incredible, Um, and it was a big, it was a big reward for me, to me, um, and from the universe, for the four years that I had been working so hard, and for the things that I went through in life, it just felt like a big, a big reward to me, um, in many ways, so, yeah, and that's when I realized how amazing silence can really be, um, so, yeah, um, I do believe that silence can help me and you in so, so many different ways Um, by, you know, being quiet in the morning, I know some of my friends do that where they just sit with a coffee in the morning um, and they just kind of appreciate what's around them and think about what would make today great or things to be grateful for, that kind of thing. Um, And I love it as well, the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning is, I open the windows in the living room and I just kind of stick my head outside and I just look around. Sometimes I sit by the window and I look outside and I, I just kind of observe the birds and the silence or, yeah, whatever's going on. Um, so it's very beautiful. I do love silence. I do, work, I do love working in silence. Sometimes I will have one of my playlists play in the background. But it's really, yeah, it's really comforting now to me before it didn't they never used to be. Um, and I feel like a lot to a lot of it for me has come down to meditation a lot as well because when I used to live by myself there was a point in my life, I think 2016, I couldn't get to sleep. For the life of me, I just couldn't. Even if I had a 12 hour shift at a job that I despise, I couldn't get to sleep. Um and I began to use this app called Calm if You might have heard me talk about it so many times already, but it's just incredible. I love Tamara Levitt; She's incredible. Um, But I started listening to the sleep stories. um, And I do recommend the kids' sleep stories um, if you're like me and you don't really want to overthink um or, or since English isn't my first language, I just always think it's easier to focus on really simple stories, which are usually kids stories so but <laughs> I usually listen to those um, or I listen to a um, deep sleep relax meditation um, and those sort of things kind of in a way. Um, Not in a way, I used to just simply listen to them um, before falling asleep, and it became like a routine for me, and because of that I was able to get to sleep more easily, quiet those thoughts that come at night, and yeah, just kind of enjoy it a little bit more, and allow for those things to run through me, and by no means am I, you know, there yet, Um, I'm still learning on a daily basis when it comes to that um but it is a constant work in progress and it's just about your own well-being and yeah just trying to find that stillness in silence um rather than being so fearful of it because when you take the fear away there's also quite a lot of excitement um in that silence because You allow yourself to just be. You're able to just kind of tap into the moment that you're in with a lot of gratitude and beauty. Which I think is very important because we really forget to do that. So my number one tip to you would be to turn your phone off um, for a full day. (laughs) For a full day. Do let your parents know that you're doing that, by the way. Um, but just pick a day that you, don't, that you know like every week that you don't really need your phone but you just have it because you, you, you think you need to catch up on social media you don't everyone's still going to be there when you come back you just tell yourself that you're scared to miss out on those things which isn't very true so just turn your phone off the night before don't touch it until, you know, I turn my phone off on Saturday evening And I don't turn it back on until about mid-morning or lunchtime of Monday. Because, you know, if it was up to me, I'd probably turn it off for longer. Um, But I do enjoy talking to people. And I do enjoy um, sharing these stories with you guys. And being in touch with you. And talking to you and working with you. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, but I also respect my own a time the time where I come back to what matters which is outside of this device um, a lot of the time so yeah it's a it's a lovely grounding practice and to come back to the now and to come back to enjoying the silence in your own company and the company of the people around you to a very different level so I highly recommend you do that or even if it's just for a few hours you know start start simple baby steps But yeah, just remind yourself that, you know, everything's still going to be there when you get back. It's not the end of the world. Um, And yeah, (laughs) I guess this is it. I think this is the end of my rant. Um, And I hope you kind of enjoyed listening. If this resonates with you or you do try, you know, sitting with silence a little bit, whether it's meditations or turning your phone off, do let me know if that resonates with you. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback on this. Um, Yeah, just thank you so much for listening and if you feel called to join any of my safe spaces or expansive journeys, feel free to get in touch or keep an eye out on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, I have launched a one-to-one mentoring journey that you're more than welcome to join Um, and yeah, if you do want to do check out the link in my Instagram account, or just drop me an email and we can get chatting. But yeah, I send you so, so much love. This is it for me for now. And I hope you have an absolutely magical day. Bye-bye.